This morning's scripture comes from the book of Exodus in the Old Testament or the Hebrew Bible. And we will be reading from chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. Moses was keeping the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian. He led his flock beyond the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of a bush. He looked, and the bush was blazing, yet it was not consumed. Then Moses said, I must turn aside and look at this great sight and see why the bush is not burned up. When the Lord saw that he had turned aside to see, God called to him out of the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, here I am. Then God said, come no closer. Remove the sandals from your feet, for the place on which you are standing is holy ground. He said further, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. Then the Lord said, I have observed the misery of my people who are in Egypt. I have heard their cry on account of their taskmasters. Indeed, I know their sufferings, and I have come down to deliver them from the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land to a good and a broad land, a land flowing with milk and honey, to the country of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. The cry of the Israelites has now come to me, God said. I have also seen how the Egyptians oppressed them. So come, I will send you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? God said, I will be with you. And this shall be the sign for you that this is I who sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall worship God on this mountain. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of this word. Today we begin this new worship series on Exodus. This is one of the foundational stories of our faith. It's a story of suffering and redemption, doubt and trust, and I felt God's pulling towards this story for several months, but I brushed it off. But then when I finally began to dig into this old, old story, I just laughed at myself, at doubting God, and realizing just how appropriate this, this scripture, this story is for our time and our place now. So we will spend the next four weeks highlighting four well-known passages and considering how God is currently speaking to us through these passages to us now in the year 2020. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, our rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Today's scripture reading from Moses at the burning bush is one of the best known stories of the Bible. 
Moses was tending to his father-in-law's flock, and he came to Mount Horeb, or Mount Sinai, and he sees this bush that was on fire, but it wasn't burning up. And amazed, Moses says, well, I have to take a closer look at this. And he approaches the bush, and God calls out to him, Moses, Moses. And Moses responds to God, here I am, Lord. Then God tells him, come no closer. Remove the sandals from your feet, for where you are standing is holy ground. Now, I'm sure at this point, Moses is staring at this this talking bush in amazement, his mouth hanging open. And so God fills the silence and continues, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And it's at that moment that Moses realizes exactly what is happening. This isn't just any God that he is seeing and hearing. This is the nameable and identifiable voice of the God of Genesis, the God who created the heavens and the earth, the one who made faithful promises to his ancestors, who goes with and who guards fugitives like Jacob and who keeps outsiders like Joseph and who births babies to barren mothers. And so Moses realizes this and he hides his face, afraid to look directly at God out of reverence for God. And then the Lord said, I have seen the misery of my people who are in Egypt. I have heard their cry on account of their taskmasters. Indeed, I know their sufferings. The Israelites were slaves to the Egyptians. And the first chapter of Exodus tells us that the Egyptians were ruthless towards the Israelites. They made their lives bitter with hard work. And the Pharaoh went so far as to command that every boy born to the Israelites should be killed. And so God says here to Moses, I have seen I have heard, I have known. With these three words, these three verbs, we see that God acknowledges and participates in the troubles of Israel. Participates and acknowledges their afflictions and their cries and their sufferings. And then God tells us that God just doesn't just look down from a throne in the sky to understand these things and to see these things, but God says, I have come down to deliver them from the Egyptians, to bring them up out of that land to a good and a broad land, a land flowing with milk and honey. God not only sees and knows, but God is now physically present in the midst of their troubled experience of the Israelites. And God just doesn't come down to be with the Israelites and stand next to them and and hold their hand, but God comes down to deliver them, to deliver them up from oppression and bondage and to bring them up to the land that he has promised, that God has promised Moses' ancestors. 
And God says, the cry of the Israelites has now come to me. I have also seen how the Egyptians oppressed them. So come, he says to Moses. I will send you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses immediately says to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God simply says, I will be with you. We see here Moses fearing his sense of inadequacy and sharing those those fears and those feelings with God. And God does not just console Moses or, or assure Moses of his own capability, but God assures Moses that God is the God who will be present And we are reminded that it's not about Moses doing anything more than than what he did at the very beginning when he saw that, that burning bush for the first time. When Moses said, here I am, Lord. As I was praying through this scripture, I realized that the biblical truths here are really quite simple. And I have to admit that I spent some time trying to make them more complex, but they are magnificent in their simplicity. God says to the Israelites, and God says to us, I see you, my child, and you can overcome this because I am with you. God sees the ways we are suffering. God knows all of the things that are keeping us in whatever bondage we are in. And God has come down to bring us out of that suffering. But we must be willing, willing to step out of that pit of despair and willing to say, here I am, Lord. Sometimes when I read the news in the morning, I just want to crawl back under the covers and stay there. I don't have to outline the litany of what we have been seeing in the news, the civil unrest around the country, the worst wildfire season ever, hurricanes pummeling the Gulf Coast, and the effects of loneliness caused by six months of physical and social distancing. Families being ravaged not only by COVID, but we know by cancer and heart disease and other ailments. And then there's the more personal challenge that I have currently of teaching or or helping to teach my children while working full full time and not being trained as a teacher. But then as, as I desire to crawl back into bed and just hide, I remember the words of God. I see you, my child. I am with you. And I remember that, thank the Lord, it is not up to me to fix all of these things. It is simply up to me to say, here I am, Lord. And to climb out of bed and to be willing to be a vessel 
for God to use to make this world a bit more like the kingdom that God intends it to be. So what are you suffering from today? What is keeping you in bondage? Is it worry and anxiety and self-doubt? Is it economic uncertainty or, or job loss? Loneliness and isolation? Illness? Stress and overwork? Whatever it is, whatever you are suffering from or feel that you are in bondage to, know that God is saying to you, hear God saying to you, I see you, my child, and you can overcome this because I am with you. Rest in that knowledge. Let it empower you. And think of one simple next right step that God is calling you to make to begin to climb out of that suffering and that bondage. Remember, like Moses, it's not about your own ability, but about your willingness to have God by your side and to lift you up out of the bondage and suffering. For me, when it stops raining this afternoon, I'm going to go for a run. And I'm going to remind myself that I can do hard things with God. So what will you do? It doesn't have to be something momentous. It doesn't have to be big and fancy. Are you going to pray or reach out to someone? Take a few deep breaths, breathing in the love of God. This morning, I want and I pray that you might hear God saying to you, I see you, my child. I see your misery. I hear your cries and I know your suffering. And you can overcome this because I am with you. Let us have this faith in God. Glory to God. Amen. During this next song, you are invited to share any joys or concerns that you have to share with us so that we can be praying with you and for you throughout the next week. You can share them in the comments section or you can email us if you would rather do that. Know that if you do share them in the comments on Facebook that it's out there on the internet and people will see those things. So I invite you to include only the first name and know that God knows the rest. You are welcome to email us, to message us, and we would love to include you on the prayer chain to be praying with you and for you. But if you would also like to be included to pray for 